Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Is your perfect day just watching films all day? Yes. How could you improve it? Takeaway. Mm-hmm. Improves everything. Yeah. Um, comfy clothes. Yeah. That's all. Probably. Great content here. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Movie Day. Or, more accurately, Movie Weekend this was. So this is a new bit of the podcast. We're doing a little mini-episode, mini-series if you will. Where we've watched a whole bunch of movies on one weekend. And now we're going to give you five-minute reviews of all of them. We did well. We watched a few in a day. This is a good weekend. So I think we've mentioned on the podcast before, but we have a pile, which we refer to as the pile. And the pile is sort of a small DVD rack of movies that we've gotten that we want to watch, movies mm-hmm. that we've seen that we wanted to buy, mm-hmm. etc. Um, so long story short, uh, Blockbuster closed down in Lonnie's hometown, which meant that we got a lot mm. of cheap movies sure did. as ex-rentals. So what was once a very small pile of a small DVD rack mm-hmm. has now cascaded into three other piles. That's right. Remember back to last week we talked about how we were busy doing a play and stuff, so we didn't have time to watch many over the last few months, so we've got a huge backlog. That's why we're doing this series. Got to get through them a whole bunch. All right. Ready to go? All right. On Friday night we watched Phantom Thread. We did. Um... It was long. It was a long movie. It didn't really feel long. It was weird. I think it was like the only movie that we didn't see in that Oscars mm-hmm. year. So we watched all the ones from that Oscar year now. Paul Thomas Anderson, PGA, always gives you a good movie, even if it's not enjoyable. <laughs> like <that>. <laughs> It <laughs> was beautiful to watch. Yeah. Cinematography was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Great performances. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. I'd watch him do anything. Who, like... I'll be honest, I thought Ray Fiennes was the lead in this until we started watching, but, you know, that's fine. We all make mistakes. <laughs> On brand for you. <laughs> <laughs> he was a dressmaker in the 1950s London, and, like, was a bit creepy about it. Yeah. You know? I, I, I was here for it mm. until the end. Oh. And it was one of those movies where, like, it went really long, but at the end I was kind of like, well, is that it though? I thought I thought we were only in the second act. Like I thought we had more mm. to do here. But oh, okay, that's that's not mm-hmm. cool. And there was a framing device in the film of her speaking to a doctor mm. about what happened and everything. And I thought that was going to turn out to be like you know, I don't know. Like nothing came of that framing device at all. Sort of like, what was the point of that? Was that like the past or the present or the future or what? Very confusing. I know, I felt like it ended first. So I had a good ending yeah. and then it went for another half hour. <laughs> Hate that. But, like, what What was that? She poisoned him and then he was like, yeah, I love being poisoned. Yeah. 
And that was it. <laughs> I guess so. You could boil it in any movie to something stupid like that, I suppose, I if you wanted so. to. But I'm having a go at you. I'm just saying anything can sound silly if you make it sound silly. But, uh, yeah, the, he liked being poisoned, so he's be, like, helpless and have, like, a mum figure, I suppose, is what we're supposed to get at there. I mean, sure. Sure. And he was so powerful and then someone else had come in who was more powerful than him. That was kind of attractive to him, I suppose. I had a thought. I hope all of the women in the costume thing were like previous muses, even the old ladies, and they just stayed there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's worked there for so long. I reckon it's Daniel Day-Lewis's last movie. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Sure. I don't think Daniel Day-Lewis is an actor. Do you think he physically becomes characters? I think Daniel Day-Lewis is a pseudonym in the same way that John Doe is a pseudonym for like people who turn up at ERs with no name. Mm-hmm. So he, they just get people. They get mm-hmm. a designer or they get a character in another movie he's in. Abraham just, Lincoln comes back from the dead. Yeah, and then they just, like, say that it's Daniel Day-Lewis, but it's not really. Maybe they just see what he's up to and build a movie around that. <laughs> it's like, hey, Daniel, can I film you today? Yeah, and he just happens to be... It's like, sure, I'm, I'm making some dresses. designing some dresses, but, you yeah. know, that's fine. We'll go just with it. just happen to be leading America during the Civil War. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was weird. It was good, I guess. I recommend watching it, though. Everyone's going on about how great the score was, and it was. The music was good. Hmm. Did you feel it was a bit overpowering at times, yes. though? Yes, yes. It was more, this is an important moment, and I'm telling you it's an important moment because of the music. Yeah, I felt like it was there almost the whole time, even when it shouldn't yeah. have been. I did like the first their date scene. That was really cool when he first met her as well. That was a lovely sequence. Freaking creepy, but it was really cool. Isn't it weird of us as humans? I don't know if you felt this way, but like when he was chatting her up and inviting her out and stuff, mm. you're kind of rooting for them, even though yeah, I know. you've got no reason to. I know. You just met him. He's creepy. He's like twice her age. She seems young and impressionable, but you're kind of like, oh, that's sweet. I guess so, yeah. It's a bit messed up, hey? Yeah. Oh, well. You know. We've got 45 seconds today. What else do you want to say about I this? I don't know. I don't have any other thoughts. I don't remember what happened in the movie. <laughs> It's five minutes too much for this one. No, I'm just like, I don't know. How do you the costumes? Costumes are great. Beautiful. Love costumes. <laughs> I have no further thoughts on this film. I Actually, I do. PTA, I don't know. I like him and he hooks me in with his bloody premise and then I think overall the movies are just a little bit too weird for me. Hmm. I think I've come to accept that. Okay. But I do appreciate them and they're definitely excellent and they're made for someone who's well, not me. I only watched There Will Be Blood the other day and it was really good. Oh, oh okay, five minutes done. A That's long it. five minutes, all right. Move on. Sweet. All right, on Saturday night, Saturday we're doing stupid stuff all day. Then we watched Jumanji that night. Yeah. How good is that? So one of my movies, and this could have been its own something before you if you wanted to because mm. I really liked this when I was a kid. So now you never saw it, which is surprising because you saw every other Robin Williams movie out there. Literally every other Robin Williams movie, yeah, except this one. I because? Think, yeah. Because why, isn't it? I'm going to make fun of me. I thought it was going to be scary. I thought they, like, went into the jungle and there were, like, scary things happening and I, I didn't like that. You're a bit on edge of the whole movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Even when it wasn't. It was still a bit scary. But... <laughs> no. But it was great. It was yeah. very tame. It was a very fun family film, exactly what you expect from a nice family mm-hmm, film. Mm-hmm. One of the best, I reckon. 
was very, very good. And, you know, I'm not sure it would get made in the same way today. No. Like, it, it took us half an hour for Robin Williams to turn up. Yeah. I don't think people today would put up with that. No. Maybe they would. I don't know. I'm mean, talking generally here, but it just seemed very cool and old-fashioned and took a little while to get going and yeah. took its time, which is what I'm going to get at. Um, Jerry Johnson, the director, also directed the first Captain America. Really? That's awesome. Hmm. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, pretty cool. She's a great yeah. child actor. She's amazing. Um, how creepy is the dad slash the No, I don't uh, like him. Hunter. Was not there for him. Sorry, I just want to backtrack. There are some scary moments. There like are. The bats fly down from the chimney. Like, that's terrifying. Uh -huh, uh -huh. When the bloody spiders are like mm. Harry Potter spiders and they try to, mm. like, eat them, that's terrifying. There is a classic... Uh, scene of uh, quicksand. We spoke about this before. I don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast. Mm. But any other 90s kids, did you grow up thinking quicksand would be much more of a problem than it's turned out to be? I don't know. It's a bit of a meme to say this now, but it is true. Isn't we, it? But our first thoughts when he was struggling in the quicksand was, mm. don't struggle, mm -hmm. got to move slowly. We all know this. <laughs> How many times have you come across quicksand in your life? Um, zero. But I liked I like knowing that I'm prepared for it. So, <laughs> have you seen Zathura, a space adventure? I have not. Should I? Same sort of thing, apparently, but sci-fi. Um, no, I never saw it. We haven't seen the new Jumanji either, but I feel like I don't have to. I feel like I've seen it all in first Jumanji. Yeah, we watched um, some of the special features of like the gag reel. Mm. The gag reel is like five minutes of Robin Williams just being Robin Williams, and it's like ah, uh, very. I don't know. It's just really sad. Yeah. And, but when you're watching them though, he's just on all the time. Everything, like, I don't know where mm. this stuff comes from. It's just this idea, this idea, this idea. And it's just. It's hard to keep up, isn't it? Yeah. He was, like, just on a different level to everyone mm. else. Worth it for his performance alone, like most of his movies. Yeah. He's, he's been in some great movies, but also he's been in some bad movies where he's still amazing in them. Mm hmm. Did you like the dad allegory with the hunter? Yeah. <sighs> and I, I'd forgotten the ending. So I'd never seen this. I never had this movie at all. I'd seen it on TV several times. Mm -hmm. So like one of those ones on Saturday night come on TV or whatever. So for some reason I'd forgotten the ending where they grow up again, yeah. bring the kids back. It's a bit creepy though that they like want to hang out with the children. Like imagine going over to like an adult's house and they're like, we love your children. I'm like, hmm. Hey, a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's part of the joke, though, I think. I guess I know so. what you mean. Yeah, they weren't playing it for real. Uh, your favourite bit was when he ran around the house, right? Was it? I said that. When he first comes out of the board game and he runs around the house. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Dad. Oh, yes, because no one could, like, I guess Tom Hanks did in big, but no one else could, like, have that childlike energy He's just bounding around like a kid, like the kids bound up the stairs and he was just going around going, Mom, Dad, like it's just so, he just becomes mm -hmm. a kid. I don't know how it's possible. And you know you're watching Robin Williams, like middle-aged man doing acting, mm -hmm. but still he like just pretends to be young and you're like, that's him. I don't know. Have you seen Hook? No. I think Hook's my last Robin Williams film I haven't seen. Okay. So we'll get onto that, that again. Pretty scary. Yeah. That's why I've been avoiding it. 
<laughs> Very on brand. Let's put it that way. All right. Five minutes over. Let's move on to American Animals. I'm going to say it. The best film we saw that weekend. Um, yeah, probably. Tied for first for me. With what? Something we haven't reviewed yet. Ooh, so hello. <laughs> hold your horses. Um, Directed by Bart Layton. So uh, you wanted to get this movie. We were at JB mm, one day and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I've heard about this. I've heard really good things about it in Empire mm-hmm. Magazine. And turns out they were right. Tell the people. So it's like a biopic sort of based on true events slash documentary sort of playing with the form of both of those genres. Amazing. In a super cool way. Yeah. So it's about these kids who tried to rob their university. Oh, uh, yeah. Really. Well, kind of like an art heist more than anything. They were yeah. trying to do yeah. that. Um, but they're not exactly Danny Ocean or even Danny's sister from the spinoff. <laughs> One of them is is very much not, <laughs> is he? No. Um, so... We're talking about spores in this, so um, the biggest problem I, not, no, not a problem, biggest problem I found with the movie and these guys is that mm. they didn't have a good reason to do it. No. They just sort of decided to one day. They did. And it couldn't stop themselves from. Yeah, because they thought they could, and once they decided to, they were on this path where they couldn't mm-hmm. turn back, sort of thing. And, like, not that Danny Ocean has a good reason to, or any other heist movie generally have good reasons to. Yeah. But because it's real or yeah. close enough to real events. It um, made it even more shocking to me that they yeah, just one day decided to. It's not that they wanted to get back at the school or that they needed the money for something. Mm-hmm. It was just they decided to, basically. He talked about having a, trying to do something exciting in his life so he had something, yeah. to, something to live for. That's kind of sad, but... I understand that. Oh, yeah. The... I feel like that's a very young adult thing is you want something to happen to you mm. in order to... Push yeah. you forward in life or something. Not everyone does this sort of thing, though, do they? So. No. <laughs> no. I really loved there were some sections in the movie where the real actors interacted, sorry, the real people interacted with the actors, and I was like, mm. oh, what a cool way to, like, mm-hmm. tell this story. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people don't play with this sort of format more. It's really interesting to watch. Like, when I heard of it, like, part documentary, part not, mm-hmm. I was like, well, how's that going to work? I was worried because... Often you get quite angry about those sort of things in movies if it's not done well. Sorry, you're the one who had an issue with hidden figures, with putting that twist at the end and then all of a sudden they had to save the day and you don't like it when people change real events. No, I thought you were like, oh, don't be wanky, just do your movie and don't do your... That's what I thought you might be like. Right. You're like, if you're doing a documentary, do a documentary. If you're doing a biopic, do a biopic. what I thought you might be like. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Is that, that accurate? Maybe. But it worked here, so I'm glad you liked it. Well, I think because they didn't half-ass either thing. They were both. Mm. I think They the... full-assed both things. <laughs> I think the issue with some biopics is that they sort of want to be a documentary but don't, whereas this was like, yep, we're doing a bit of documentary and a bit of not. Oh, and I loved there was a sequence where they couldn't remember, like, which part of the conversation mm-hmm. took place in the car and the party, and they sort of, like, redid mm. that scene a few times based on mm-hmm. how each of the people remembered it happening. Mm-hmm. It's like they switched from the conversation being at the party to being in the car. And that was just so cool. It felt so energetic and like new mm-hmm. and it was, oh, it was so well done. And a cool bit where they couldn't work out whether it was a purple or a Yes, I loved that. When he was old. What it even looked like. Yeah, yeah. had a ponytail on so, it. So did old mate actually go to Netherlands? 
That's the question, isn't it? I didn't think about it until it was raised. And now that it's been raised, I'm like, he never went, did he? He never went. He had to take his word for it. But see, the thing is, though, there's so many, so many bits of that story that could not be true. Like he Mm. could have gone to the Netherlands but not turned up at the bar or he could have turned up at the bar but no one was there Mm. or he could have turned up at the bar and they were there but then didn't do, like, do you know what I mean? Like there's so many opportunities there for him to have lied. Looking back at that scene as well, it felt like the most like a movie, didn't it? Yeah. Where he turns up and says the wrong thing and these two big tough guys have a go at him and make a playing with him. That really felt like it was a a Tarantino movie or Scorsese Yeah, and they'd already like flagged that by saying he likes to tell stories and likes mm-hmm. to sort of, mm. I don't know, it was so interesting. This is such a good movie and I'm really shocked that more people don't, like, no one's talked, mm. how did this just happen and no one noticed? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it was it was here briefly at Palace, I think, but, you know, doesn't didn't really um, get much wider reception than that. Mm. Should have, great movie. You like Bernie, which I really like. You didn't like Bernie much, so maybe that's why I didn't think you'd like this one. Remember I Bernie? like Bernie because it was scary. Oh, okay. What is the theme here? <laughs> Don't guess the name. Okay, five minutes done. Moving on to, oh, I should mention this actually before we start the timer again. What we do with these movies, folks playing at home, is I pick three of our pile and then Sine picks one of that yeah. and vice versa. This is our system for choosing mm-hmm. what to watch, so... Or sometimes Sine doesn't pick like any ones I Look, pick. Look, it's and happened just like once or twice, okay, when I don't feel like any of the movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> so another one that could have been part of my something from before you is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I had this as a kid on video. Watch it lots of times. And this is part of my three. And then Sinead put up with <laughs> choosing it. It was in the pile. I had to watch it eventually, didn't you, Sinead? So may no, as well be now. I was keen. What did you think of it? It was great. For what it was. I'm actually surprised at how well the suits hold up. I know people might disagree with me about that. But once you sort of accept it, hmm. I don't really notice the suits. You, you know what I mean? Just go with it. Yeah. yeah. Totally fine. You like turtles, right? Yeah, I used to watch the cartoon that was on when I was a kid mm-hmm. on like Saturday mornings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about them. My dad was really into them. My favorite one was Donatello because he was purple and that was my favorite <laughs> color growing up. <laughs> so that's why I liked him. But Donnie's the best one in some ways. Yeah, it was great. It was fine. I don't know. It was what it was. We'd, so I hadn't seen the first one that much growing up, once or twice when I was a kid. We had number two. First one's a little bit darker, but also, you know, 
compared to bloody kids' movies today, like, you know, the cartoon, the comic book movies we have today, it's nothing. It's, it's barely a movie compared to Avengers. Yeah. But, you know, still pretty fun. This is all we had, guys. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is all we had growing up. I particularly like the first scene where they're having the uh, pizza. Yes. And apparently there's a recipe online you can get. <gasps> we should make it immediately. Yeah, because it's so extra cheesy. Classic New York. Love their pizza, don't they? Always eating it. Even the cops and the, <laughs> even I, the horses and stuff. I remember turning to you and I was like, just so you know, this isn't what it's like. I think um, it is what it's like. <laughs> this is like the American Animals documentary, half documentary, right? The other thing that's accurate is that the pizza slices over there are that big, literally. They cover two paper plates. Can we... Can we just comment on the Vanilla Ice cameo? It's... Again, that wasn't a cameo. He was actually there. <laughs> it's a documentary. He just makes up a rap for these turtles and then they go start ninja, dancing. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja. But that's it. It's just the same word. I mean, he had words before that. He had a verse or two before did he? that. He did. I like how they just went with it. Everybody in the, in the club that was next to a dock. Why are they dancing? <laughs> the turtles? Yes. They're rolling with it. Now... They spent the whole movie hiding in the shadows and stuff, and now they're out. And they had a dance coordinated, obviously. Even Raphael, one who hates everybody, was like, all right, guys, I'll, I'll dance with this. <laughs> Bucky, for sure. Leo might go along with it. Bonnie, I don't know, not much of a dancer. Raphael, what? <laughs> I like your point about how Splinter just turns up, like, shoots that arrow to release them and then leaves. Mm, it's leaves. Like... <laughs> What about uh, Kino? Do you like him? Oh, I love Kino. He's a sweetie. Yeah. Something I noticed in this movie, which wasn't too obvious to me as, as a kid growing up, the foot. Useless. I don't really understand why they're that much of a threat. Like All they do in the first movie is, like, pickpocket people, <laughs> steal a few TVs. You remember the kid? He was, like, yes. the, the son of the news reporter guy. I remember guy. that kid. <laughs> he took $20 from her pocket. Oh, going to fund a whole evil <laughs> empire on that. And this one, again, they've got some kids involved and they're not doing much. They want to kill the, the turtles and they steal some ooze and try and make some tough, There's make like some new five or whatever. Like, whatever. People, five foot people to like one turtle and they just fall over each other yeah. and like, <laughs> not really love, much of a threat, guys. <laughs> I love when it's uh, in a movie, when it's a time for the hero to get beaten up. All mm-hmm. the bad guys will be good and they'll coordinate and they won't get hurt, whatever. When it's time for the villains to, to die and he's ready to get out, he can just touch them briefly and they'll yeah. fall over. Oh. And knock, he'll just throw one into another one and they both get knocked out straight away. Can we just talk about the fact that Shredder, like, made the bridge collapse on himself? He just got so mad. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm so mad about this. The only th- yeah, the only thing, if you had to defend it, which I do on this podcast a lot. Go on. Is that he had the ooze and the ooze made the wolf and the yeah, thing bad, crazy. like made them dumb. So he died himself. But like, is he dead? All I'm saying is just get a gun. Maybe just shoot him once, and that well, way we know he's a, not going to. You've got back. a sword, Leo. Just stab his, him. Stab do in something. The heart. Oh, done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Reset. Let's go. Whiskey. Tango. Foxtrot. Never have I ever watched a more soulless film soulless you say i'm i'm thrown down wow okay it was what was it why was it tina fey is very intelligent mm-hmm. and very funny mm-hmm. but i don't understand why she's in these kinds of movies 
like her her brand of comedy <coughs> is like really crass and the joke is just that it's crass and then we're all like cool i don't i don't know what this was help me out here i've always found it interesting that she hasn't really been able to transfer her comedic skills from like 30 rock onto mm. the big screen yeah She's great in 30 Rock, and it's so funny, and there's, like, a joke every second in that show. Mm. Then, yeah, it's like she's put into these other movies that don't quite fit her. No. And she doesn't quite fit them. She was fine at this. She's fine. I just... And she's good in Date Night, and obviously Mean Girls is really good. Mean Girls is Mean Girls is probably the best film she's been part of, to be honest. Yeah. However, you're right. Soulless. What's it trying to say? Is it pro-war, anti-war? I don't know. I don't know. Is it kind of like wars effed up and if you're over there, things go a bit crazy and... But then not really. And can we just... Margot Robbie is in this film. Oh, my God. Her English accent is the worst I've ever heard. Every second word just slipping back into her Australian accent. It's like, why couldn't she be Australian? Because then they've got old mate Australian actor who's in everything who was supposed to be a Kiwi. He is, does not sound, a single word that leaves his mouth is not in a New Zealand accent. But he's actually Canadian. But then he's he? actually Canadian, but then we never see him again, so like, yeah. who knows. Yeah. And then Martin Freeman is a Scottish guy who's like awful and like looks down her top when she's passed out at a party and oh. Margot Robbie lets him do that. But he's actually good. But he's actually good and they like get together. I, I don't understand what this was. Just look up with Billy Bob Thornton, you know, that's what I would have done. But you said she had one conversation with Margot Robbie about how hot Margot Robbie is and then had another conversation with Billy Bob Thornton at the end about similar thing, about, like, he oh, could it be... Was, no, it was like, don't... You're attractive over here and you don't have sex with my people or whatever and the yeah. exact same thing happened again. I'm like, what? what are you doing? I don't know. It was an awful movie. This is one, like, often with movies I'm kind of like, mm, do we need to keep this, Lonnie? And Lonnie's like, yes, I will watch this again. But with this one, I think we both knew at the end, like, this is leaving our collection. <laughs> I don't mm. have a desire to hold on to this. Which is odd because, like, I really was keen about this movie and I wanted to see it and it's based on a book as well. Mm. Yeah, the book's better. Well, probably better. Hopefully well, better. Hopefully better. But, yeah, I just don't really, I don't know. It was just nothing. It just did nothing. What about the bit at the end where it's like, oh, yeah, my leg's blown off because of you, but... Now it's okay. Oh, I hate kind that Kind of bit. excusing America. Yeah, she had to go see him because her guilt was too much and she had to, like, he had to tell her, no, it's not your fault for her to be like, oh, okay. I don't know. It just felt awful. It felt awful. And I am very cautious about these war movies made mm -hmm. about the Middle East from an American perspective mm -hmm. because, I don't know, I think... You get what I'm trying to say there. Remarkable it was called Operation Enduring Freedom. Yes. Had that going for him. Yeah. yeah. So. Not, not a big fan of war. Call me crazy. I'm not a huge into it. But then I was trying to think, like, what what is a good movie that's been made about Afghanistan or Iraq? Like, there's. Hurt Locker's pretty good. Hurt Locker's pretty good. Um, but I, I don't know that any movies really captured, like, the complexities of things mm. that happen there because they're all filtered through sort of an American lens. And ironically, we can't ever oh. see the other side of it. I don't know. The problem is they can't get over the fact that they shouldn't be there in the first place. Yes. So it's really hard to make a pro-war movie when deep down. We watched recently with George Clooney in it. Oh, sorry, Brad, is it Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, War Machine. War Machine. And that was 
stupid as well. We didn't like that one. It was all over the place, whether it was trying to be comedy or satire or real. I kind of felt like that with this one as well. Like it was trying to be a comedy and then it was like actually having real like blood and Mm. war stuff. It didn't really match up for me. Yeah, they just can't get over the fact they shouldn't be there in the first place in that any sort of thing about how good the troops are doesn't make sense because they're they're involved in something they shouldn't be in the first place and they can't get out of it. Moving on. By process of elimination, I believe this is Sine's favourite movie of the weekend. It was. Piper Fest. Big eyes. Big eyes. What do you reckon? What's it about? Hit me. Uh, True story. Uh, Amy Adams, Christoph Waltz. Uh, She's a painter who paints big eyes, but her husband takes credit for it, basically. Yeah. So. Tim Burton, right? Yes. Better at making these sort of films, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You haven't seen Ed Wood, but similar. I have not. It's really good. People don't like Tim Burton. They've done sort of like a now it's cool to hate Tim Burton thing. I really like him. I don't think, like, we saw Dumbo, which had no soul, that soulless film. But I feel like he was trying to fit into, like, a sort of mould with that. He's good at making almost straight movies with a little bit of weirdness to them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's what this was. Yeah. Like, Edward Scissorhands is one of my favourites of his. Yeah. Like Miss Peregrine, who just does nothing behind play by that play, one. Nothing. yeah. Awful movie. Color in the numbers, sort of thing. Yeah. Big Eyes, though, I really, really liked it. And Amy Adams, always great. She's just amazing. I, I, we didn't see this movie in the cinema again because I thought it might be scary with the big eyes. <laughs> and there was one sequence where it was a bit creepy, where it went sort of into real life people. But um, this is an amazing film. Uh, yeah. I don't think Christoph Waltz was an actor. I think he's just a creepy guy and I could never meet him in real life because I'd be too worried he's going to murder me. I just <laughs> can't handle him. But this is such an interesting film and if you like stories about people who are abusive or manipulative and, mm-hmm. like, control other people, mm-hmm. this is a very interesting, like, I think you'd like this. Mm. It's kind of a bit of a mind F but in a good way. Um, I was just, I'd never heard of this, like, true story, ever. No, the only reason I heard about it was because when the movie came out a few years ago, and apparently Tim Burton um, always liked the paintings, and he got a few of them. Oh, he, really? He bought a few over the years. Yeah. It is sad how it all happened for her, but you can definitely see how she got herself in a situation where yeah. it all happened. And you know what? I like the big eyes. I think they're fine. Paintings. Do you like them? Yeah, they're fine. I'm not really an art person, mm. but they look as good as any other art to me. I don't know why there's this. Arts people are really snobby, though, so I can understand that she wasn't accepted into the mm. lexicon, basically. But can we talk about the paint off? <laughs> All I was saying is, like, we can solve this in two <laughs> seconds, guys. Give them a canvas each. I knew it was coming, so I didn't want to spill it. And I was next like, minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea, Sine, maybe. <laughs> it was yeah. so good. And then it was interesting, like, oh, of course. He, oh, he hurt his shoulder right at the last minute. Oh, he mm. couldn't possibly paint. Um, it's pretty funny that he kept the rest of his life saying it was him, even though he clearly yeah. couldn't do it. It's interesting, isn't it? It's like uh, what happens to someone when they've been found out about their mm. lives and can't admit it to themselves, basically, but... Um, I want to know if the thing about him painting over those scene mm-hmm. um, paintings was real or whether that was just in the movie. 
like whether that's something that actually happened. I'm not sure. Um, he, if it's true enough, though, kind of they had a bizarre, bizarrely good working relationship, and the fact that yeah. she could do the painting and he could sell them. Yeah. If that's all they, if you know, it's a shame they couldn't have just done that. I know. <laughs> I know. Because. Yeah, she wasn't good with people, and he really was. But mm. it's great that you know at the end of it, though, she's still making her own paintings now, and that she was got out of that situation and still improved yeah. it. What do you think, Amy Adams, as an actor? She's one of my favorites to ever have existed. You ever done a bad movie? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I don't think um, Vice was her best performance and she got nominated for that one and we were kind of like mm. but no mm -hmm. she's one of that's my true. favorites that's i liked true. amy adams before it was cool like amy adams so i just want oh, that okay. rated right. yeah i always forget yeah she was in catch me if you can yeah have you seen the fighter she's good in the fighter i think i have seen the fighter um my favorite amy adams film is enchanted because she is a disney princess and i will not hear anything to the contrary <laughs> Okay, well, there we go. Movie weekend over and done with. You can probably tell that we liked American Animals and Big Guys, probably the best out of all those. Definitely track them down and watch them if you haven't yet. Turtles, good for a nostalgia trip, but as a movie, is that a movie? Hard to say. Who knows? Whiskey Tango, Frogstrut, wouldn't. Probably bother. skip. Phantom, Phantom Thread, Thread, give it a go. Yeah. See if you like that kind of movie. It's quite yeah. slow, warning. And Jumanji, let's watch it yeah. again now. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Our first of many movie weekends, hopefully. Don't, don't get too busy, but, you know, it's always good to have a movie weekend. We need to keep our pile under control, okay. honey, otherwise it will swallow we, us. we got to stop buying new ones. <laughs> we have an addiction. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Bye. No, I just want to say, basically, we're trying to watch them before the piles, like, end up in our whole house and we end up suffocated and just falling mm. backwards and no one finds our body and, you know. I'm going to punch that crow in the face. Why is he yelling? Right. Five minutes. Let's go. You have to start oh, wait. Phantom Thread, won't you? Are we going backwards? Wouldn't we go? Would we? What we go for the first one we watched? It was American Animals. The Phantom Thread on Friday night. Was it? Yeah. Oh. And Jumanji on Saturday night. I went. I no, that's fine. That's fine. Why would you? No, that's why. See, I went in order. Because you like right ones we watched on Saturday. Okay. Need the timer again. Oh. My bad. <laughs> what did you say? My bad. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.